in the land parties episode 155 from the las vegas review journal brought to you by blue wire i am your host ryan smith and with me as always my co-host lucas Egan. lucas how was your your new year's eve my friend Oh man, mine was so exciting. I worked. So that was uh, <laughs> how I rang in the new year. Luckily, it wasn't too crazy. Uh, other than that, though, just, just a quiet end to my vacation. And now I am nice. back at it in the office and, and ready to go. Ryan, happy new year. How was your New Year's Eve? It was it was pretty solid. Went over to the brothers. My mom was still in town. The kids were playing. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. But for the most part, we've it, it's kind of been a... Uh, just really chill last couple of weeks, which I really needed, you know, get both of us were getting over illnesses. Uh, you know, there was family in town, you're going, the holidays are always a, a crazy time. It's extra crazy when you're, when you're not feeling as well. So yesterday I ended up, you know, I did some cleaning and just kind of got myself back into that, you know, time to work mode. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're definitely back on, on track in terms of that. Um, I'm excited. There's a lot to talk about uh, uh, for this week. A lot of events that are, are going on. Um, I've been seeing, you know, little, little rumblings about, uh, I saw something about Starfield still, uh, they still have up that it, they're playing, not bringing it out. Q one of this year. I don't know if that is going to legit happen, but that's exciting. Um, there, there are some other things. We've got all kinds of uh, video game movie and, and, and uh, TV show adaptions that are coming out this year. Dude, I'm, I'm pumped for 2023, man. It's going to be exciting. And you're right. I mean, The Last of Us is only a couple weeks away now, so I am psyched to see how that one turns out. And as we'll soon discuss, Ryan, the start of this year is just going to be a sprint. There is so much going on. I don't know how we're going to survive it, but uh, <laughs> we're going to give it our best shot. And Ryan, the fun starts this week uh, because – uh, first of all, a little show called CES is in town uh, that'll bring just a couple people. But more importantly, locally wise, Ryan, uh, the Inferno Day celebration is this Friday. They've got quite the guest list, including uh, the Golden Knights goalie, Logan Thompson, among a host of other people. Ryan, I am sure you are excited to take, take part in this. Oh, yeah, this is I, I am really pumped for this event. Again, uh, just the work that Inferno and, and, and I always have to throw that disclosure. I am a content creator on the team as well. But just the work that that we've put in over the years to be recognized uh, not only by uh, the mayor of the city and to, you know, have that official title of being Las Vegas's team, uh, you know, it's going to be a good celebration. Uh, lots, like you said, there's all kinds of guests that have been uh, announced. Um, it's going to be, it's going to, you know, there's giveaways, good people. Uh, DJ uh, Joe Green's going to be down there spinning tracks. Bonnie's going to be uh, throwing down on on hosting, uh, drink specials, all kinds of stuff. So, it, 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 you know, it's just going to be a good time to be able to celebrate, celebrate the progress and, and stuff that we've done. And then looking towards the future and this year and what we've got planned for this year uh, is really exciting. And then on top of that, they also announced an after party. So this is going to kind of work in conjunction with CES as well. Uh, so this is this is it's it's going down. This is going to be happening 
after um, the the event, uh, um, the Inferno celebration. This is going to be happening at Player One uh, Video Game Bar over off of uh, uh, Maryland. I don't know uh, if you've Maryland Parkway. I don't know if you've ever been over there, but it's a it's a great time. Uh, they've got uh, it's a great space. They've got a ton of games and stuff like that. I think they're they're bartenders, uh, cosplay and stuff. So, dude, I mean, this is what a celebration. What a way to you know, kind of start off the new year. I, I love the fact that it happens, you know, Inferno, Las Vegas Inferno Day is on a six at the beginning of the year. So as we ring in the new year, it's like, oh, and let's celebrate, uh, you know, the accomplishments and stuff that we've done this past year as well. So I'm really pumped about this. What are your thoughts? You're going to be out there. I'm sure you're going to be out there, right? It's going to be so much fun. I mean, you, you look like I said, you look at every old like the special guests are going to be there. Uh, Inferno's done great work in the community, so it's nice to be able to recognize and celebrate that. Uh, you're right, Ryan. It is a great way to kind of kick off the new year and have that day be early on and and just kind of both celebrate the year that was and look ahead uh, to all the awesome stuff that I'm sure is coming uh, in 2023. On top of that with the ces after party stuff i mean ryan that's gonna be one epic friday night uh probably you know it's good that it's it's leading into the weekend because i have a feeling a few people (laughs) might need to recover on saturday uh but in a very good way uh if you are in town for ces uh you can still rsvp for free i believe right yes yes i believe so Mm -hmm. so please Come out if you're in town for that. It's a nice way to to unwind. You get to connect with a, a great local organization. Uh, and if you see us around, you can say hi to us too. So it's a win-win for everybody there. Absolutely. It is it is gonna be jam-packed. Like like you're saying, like it's literally just events on events, like the start of the new year uh within gaming, especially out here in Las Vegas, not only just gaming, but technology in itself i mean ces is huge for all the i mean some of the stuff that we've seen in emails i'm just like what <laughs> like does somebody has somebody has invented this is it something that we're we're bringing to the consumer electronics show i love it um so it's always a nice preview to see what's to come in in electronics but then of course too there's things in the gaming space as well that they touch on some of the new innovative things that they're trying out and whatnot so it'll be it'll be uh uh this is just gonna be it's gonna be a good week i'm I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for all the all the you know going around and getting baby back to to daycare and you know, just kind of getting back in the groove of things. It's all like, I feel like there's all like a couple week period of coming off the holidays being like, all right, we got to ramp it up. We got to ramp it back up. So uh, I feel like uh, celebrating Las Vegas Inferno and, and everything that, that uh, we do over there uh, is a good way to kind of jumpstart the new year. <laughs> totally agree with that. And Ryan, the fun does not end pretty much ever, but I just wanted to bring up another event that's coming up in February. It's the 24th to the 26th at the HyperX Arena. There is a Valorant tournament going on. If you are a Valorant player and you've got your squad, this one is pretty interesting. There is a sliding scale for the prize pool that starts at $2,500, but could slide up to ten thousand dollars with five thousand dollars to first place ryan i'm not a valorant player but if i was 
man, this tournament looks like something that you want to be at. Yeah, you know, and and the thing that I'm curious about, too, is just how many teams are, you know, how big of a tournament is this, uh, you know, going to be in the potential uh, that it has? I mean, you're talking at the top tier, 25 to 32 teams. So obviously that's not all going to come from Las Vegas. So I'm curious to see how this fills out, where teams come from. Do we have, you know, some of these uh, uh, more prominent organizations come through and and participate in this? You know, I'm always curious about this. And, and kind of looking at this, too, I, I noticed that there's a so this is a this is from the 24th through the 26th the, uh, for a spectator pass. I see it's three day pass is seventy five dollars. A one day pass is forty dollars. So that is uh that is uh registration fees are non-refundable. So uh right. yeah, it, it, I'm I'm curious to see how this fills out. I know that it's still early, there's still a lot of time uh right now as well for the teams and stuff like that to fill in. And I guess that also too would kind of determine the level of I guess spectator participation and folks that are that are going in there you know because I don't know if that also includes other things within that pass like are there other amenities that come with that or is that just here you know here's a ticket for a seat inside of the arena during the tournament um that seems that seems kind of pricey uh you know what I mean to be able to go and watch so I'm I'm curious about that and to see how that fills in and how many people, you know, again, to be able, cause I, I feel like that's part of esports issue right now is, is kind of getting people in. And especially here in Las Vegas, there's obviously a, a you know, there, I feel like there's a pretty good niche of people out here that are very informed and, and go to these kinds of things, but there's still a large amount of the population that has no idea even what esports is. So you know, it, I'm I'm curious to see how that fills out, and I think a lot of that's going to be determined um, by the teams that that end up participating in this. I love the fact though that they're throwing these tournaments with the potential to have, you know, and to bring that big draw of uh, esports and esports fans from around the world uh, into the city. So I, I I I'm curious to see how this fills out as we get closer. Yeah, you know, you're right. The the spectator pass especially seems uh, a, a tad on the pricey side. Uh, you wonder what will that include? Uh, hopefully there's an experience that people can enjoy uh, through all that. Uh, I do like the the the, ta- the aggressive prize pool there. Uh, you mm. know, this is one of those things where if you're trying to uh, promote this as, as they are, as, as a big draw at a big tournament, uh, the prize money's got to be there to attract the teams, right? So hopefully this kind of kickstarts that uh if you're listening to this uh on wednesday when we release uh there's early bird registration through the 7th uh then it goes to normal registration through february 10th uh, and then late registration kicks in from the 10th to the 17th uh so hopefully we do see a good number of teams and there's a a good atmosphere because uh you would hate to see a, a tournament like this fall flat uh so hopefully there's great energy and and this kind of encourages more tournaments to be held out here yeah well and the other thing too that i'm looking at and this is this is the difficult part because i'm as i'm looking at the prize and and the prize money it says with 25 to 32 teams the max would be ten thousand dollars where first place would get five thousand 
Second place would get 2500 and third and fourth would get uh, $1,250 uh, each. Right. So interesting, interesting. And, and I, I see in terms of that, I don't know how much of a draw, you know what I mean, like money-wise for that pool, how much it's going to be able to or how much it'll bring people in. Um, hopefully it does. And hopefully folks are more competitive, uh, you know, that, that come in and are looking, it'd be interesting too, to see if, uh, like Inferno brings in a team and we get some of these local cats that, that come in. And then obviously too, with Las Vegas, you know, there's a lot of major cities, uh, relatively close. And then obviously with, with air travel and stuff like that, uh, people will be able to come in, but, uh, that's, I mean, again, that's going to be another thing in a jam-packed February uh, going down there. So it's like, I'm excited to see how that fleshes out. I'd love to be able to go and, and check it out. Of the games that I've seen, uh, I'm not a Valorant player. I played a little bit of it when it first came out, and then I had an issue with that with the uh, that kernel level. Uh, right. Uh, Install. I think they end up going back and and taking that out or or doing something with it, but that kind of turned me off a little bit. But it still very much reminded me of like CS:GO, uh, uh-huh. it, it like just with abilities. So I know that it's got a great community, and there's a lot of stuff that's going on in that space uh, in terms of um, tournaments and and uh, you know competitively and stuff like that. So this should have a big draw. Um, hopefully, and, and we'll be able to get some folks in here, especially around that time with so many, you know, just gaming events that are be going on around that time as well. Folks, hopefully will already be in town and say, Hey, you know, might as well go check it out or let's, you know, do whatever, or let's bring it, let's get a team together and, and mess around with this. So this will be a fun event for sure, dude. Exactly. And Ryan, I know that, that we keep teasing it, uh, but after the break, we will get into the rest of a crazy busy February. Uh, there is no, uh, <laughs> So much going on in February, (laughs) and we've got another bit of international gaming news that is of interest. So stick around, and we'll be right back. If you love listening to us here on Land Parties, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. On And on top of that... We'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about your favorite team or game, then make your voice heard and hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com slash join.
Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And Ryan, before we get into the rest of our crazy schedule here in February, uh, there's a bit of international news dealing with China that that uh, is actually pretty interesting. Uh, Ryan, why don't you talk about what, what was going on here? Yeah, I think this is some good news for our listeners and viewers over in China. Uh, but the government has officially greenlit 45 international games uh, to be released over there and 84 domestic games. Um, again, I, I don't know if you guys remember here in the last couple of years, uh, the government over there has gotten really restrictive towards gaming and them trying to combat uh, young folks from being from from video game addiction. Um, right. The problem, you know, again, it's a little different over there because they do have things such as Internet cafes and stuff like that. And you got people staying there days on end. And I, I do agree to to some degree there could be an issue. I, I don't agree with the government going in and telling people, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying how much I, I couldn't even imagine, you know, tell, you know, three hours. They get what, three hours a day, three hours a week. I think it's like three hours a week. Right. Uh, for gate, yeah, no, it's brutal. It, it is brutal. Uh, but at least we know that that, that they're going to be getting some games, um, some international games, uh, including Pokemon Unite, Don't Starve, and Valorant. Speaking of Valorant, uh, they'll be able to play that uh, as well. So I don't, I haven't seen a complete list of the games that they will be going uh, uh, getting and. Uh, going through, but I do know that in terms of um, the, I know as of last year, they actually had 76 international games that released. So this is actually down from the last, from the average uh, that they typically get the green light to be able to uh, bring things over to. Uh, again, we know that the, uh, the government over there is super restrictive in terms of the content um that is released over there not only that but they've really been uh, cracking down on like streaming and and things of that nature too so wanting to shine a little bit of light on that that at least that there are some games especially folks uh that are over there that enjoy pokemon they'll be able to play pokemon don't starve it's a fantastic game uh valorant for you competitive folks and stuff like that and and we'll try to see if i can't uh find the rest of that list and and what that looks like but that is some good news for over there to be able to, you know, know that there's some games that they haven't been able to get their hands on that they'll be able to play uh, here this year. So we'll see when those release dates and, and things uh, come down the pipeline for them. Yeah, you know, I will say uh, there's obviously issues no matter where you live, uh, but uh, it, it's, it's one of those moments where uh, I'm thankful that we don't have – caps on the kind of content uh that we can play or experience here mm-hmm. uh you know china also has been blocking most of hollywood movies from being shown mm-hmm. there uh so like it's it's something that is easy to take for granted uh on our ends of things but uh you know we don't have to deal with games having to get prior approval before we get to play them uh and no caps on on how long we get to play them or anything like that uh so it's it's i'm, I'm glad that there's a list of games that have been approved but uh, uh it, it's a it's a challenging situation for everybody yeah for sure I, I again like you said yeah it's three hours three hours a week 
Yeah. Uh, folks are allowed to play. I don't even know how you go about regulating uh, something like that and seeing that. But to, I mean, even something in terms of that really makes you thankful for, hey, you know, being able to have the ability to do what you'd like to do. Um, you know, again, this is a pretty extreme way of combating stuff, and we know it's pretty restrictive over there. Um, but it's nice to see. I mean, it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to me too that even even Tencent, which which is you know that is a Chinese company, uh, you know, for their game not to to only now be released in the country that it that it was it was developed in. That's that's bonkers. That's bonkers to me. That's it is super super restrictive. It it is hard to you have to tap into a Western market. In right. in at that because you can't get that domestic until it's cleared and and has gotten the green light to be able to be pushed forward and obviously that game came out what two three years ago something like that so it's taken some time for them to be able to bring it but I'm sure you know that's very exciting for them it's going to be I I can't imagine that it's not going to be huge uh over there so yeah good to see that they're they're they're. Some of the some of the games they'll be able to play, some of the games that they've uh, greenlit, and and hopefully they get a little less restrictive on that. I've got a buddy, uh, actually he's a, he's a listener, Chankster. Hope you're uh, listening, my friend. Um, he he lives over there, and I can't imagine. I have to ask him sometime uh, just to get a little more in depth um, at, in terms of what it looks like from the inside and, and right. with gaming. Cause I'm pretty sure he plays games. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, man, it, you hope one day that they'll get less restrictive and, and allow people to, to experience the full breadth of, of content that's out there. Cause there's so many great stories and great experiences to be had out there. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that was my apology. So during the weekdays, they get one and a half hours, during the weekends, they get three hours, so that a, a total of four and a half hours a week. That is insane. I would, I, I, I would never be able to beat anything. How does anybody beat anything over there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, can you imagine it would take trying to forever, play a, dude. a giant single player game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I can't imagine they'll be playing any of the. Uh, Persona Royale games anytime. (laughs) They could they could never finish a Kojima game because his (laughs) cutscenes might be an hour and a half. (laughs) Whoop, that's my allotted time for the day. I got through one (laughs) cutscene. I'm sorry, we should not be laughing at that. That it's terrible. It is terrible. And and hopefully things get better. But there, th- that is some some light there, you know, on that tunnel. The fact that some of these games and and some of these popular games are are going to be able to be released over there, so they'll be able to ch- uh, enjoy them uh, in in China, which is nice. So good stuff with that, dude. Let's get let's let's move forward on with these. And, and this is this is this is great because this is a a Lucas article. Um, now I was like, oh yeah, this is fantastic. You want to lay, lay it on us, dude? What is going down in Vegas in February? Okay, so obviously we already talked about a Valorant tournament, which was not even uh, announced at the time that I wrote this article. So <laughs> this Valorant tournament, February twenty fourth to the twenty sixth. Uh, that is 
not even close to the only thing happening in Vegas in February. Uh, things kick off February 17th to the 19th for the Level Up Expo, which is celebrating its 10th anniversary. So it's a yes. big year for them. It's a great local convention. Uh, they do a great job running it to get a lot of great guests and panels, uh, cosplay, all that great stuff there. Uh, the following week on the 21st, to the 23rd is the dice summit uh which is a big game developers conference uh this year it's going to be held at resorts world uh which obviously just hosted the esports awards so they are making their mark in the gaming and esports space here pretty quick mm-hmm. uh but then February 27th through March 1st is the Casino Esports Conference, uh, which is a very interesting one because obviously it brings together esports leaders and casino company leaders, and they kind of merge ideas. Uh, It's a great way for the casino companies to learn about the esports world. Uh, This is also not even including that Pokemon Go Live event, which I think is on February 18th, (laughs) if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, The last half of February is just super packed ryan that the the issue is everything that's happening looks amazing mm-hmm. how are we gonna get to them all dude <laughs> <laughs> how are we gonna do all this i'm i'm pumped i've never so so level up expo is always uh is always a lot of fun uh i had the pleasure again of of hosting some panels last year uh, got to meet some people and stuff like that, and just it's it's a great local event. So the fact that it's its ten year uh, anniversary as well, it's going to be an extra celebration. Uh, I'll definitely be at uh, Level Up. I'm hoping to be able to take my daughter this year. I think it's something that she would really enjoy as well. So that that is going to be a lot of fun. I have not had the I've heard of Dice. I've never had the opportunity of going to it, but I feel like I've got, I've had friends talk about going to it, or maybe it might've even been like Davis or something like that, uh, that went to it, but it's a great, this is like an insider dice is an insider, uh, uh, trade show kind of thing. Right. Right. Yep. And what kind of things do they talk about just for folks that may not know exactly what dice is? Yeah. So there, there's a lot of education pieces to it. Uh, they, they do a lot of, of, uh, talking about trends in the gaming industry, uh, both good and bad and, and seeing where, what directions it might be headed. Uh, there's also an award show, uh, to go along with it, to, to celebrate mm. some of the best games from last year. Uh, and, and it's a, it's a great kind of just, just networking thing too for game developers uh there's a lot of of up and comers too that get to go and learn and network with some of the more established folks uh so for the development community it is a fantastic opportunity to learn and network uh in a very uh uh in a a smaller environment than some of the, the the huge conventions uh so it gives them a chance to actually sit down and have uh longer conversations with people which uh, i'm sure is super super valuable to them yeah and then i've heard of cec and i've actually had the opportunity to do some shooting uh for some casino based like a um panels and things like that so i've known and i've heard them talking about how do we you know the old the days of sitting down at a slot machine are are you know that's starting to kind of fade away and they're looking more 
towards skill-based gaming. So it makes sense that they are definitely dipping into this space. And I and we've been saying it too that it's only a matter of time before esports betting is is basically full on legalized good to go out here uh, i think they're kind of working on the background on how it's going to work and they're doing stuff but we saw it and we saw it during the pandemic they they made some emergency uh, changes to be able to allow someone there was no sports going on esports was still going on so it'll be interesting to see what they have going on in, in that space i would like to go to this convention or at least check out and see some of the things that are going on there because i think it's really interesting and i think it's really going to be a big factor in the popularity boom within esports uh as a whole i i think in the western hemisphere at least here in the states right uh and it, it seems like one the of the three, this seems like a, a very intriguing one uh, to kind of gauge, especially for our city, uh, how they can keep adapting and, and uh, embracing esports. Uh, so they hold this twice a year, once in New Jersey and once in Vegas. Uh, Amon Green spoke at the one in New Jersey, and don't quote me on this, but I believe he's supposed to speak at the one in Vegas too. Oh. Uh, so hopefully we can uh, link up with him again. Uh, he did say one- something about being out here. He did say something about being out here, uh, I, I think, in February. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would be nice. Uh, like I said, the, the, the merging of these two industries is inevitable. So something like this is super important uh, to driving the future of that and making sure it happens in, in a healthy uh, and positive way. So uh, this one is, is super, super important, uh, especially for Vegas, uh, as we kind of they kind of chart their course ahead. Yeah. So this, I mean, February is, is jam packed. It is absolutely jam packed out here. I'm excited for it. Obviously right now it's also jam packed out here with CES going on. So we kick off when we kick off the new year, we kick off the new year, uh, you know, hard in the paint. We go hard in the paint in Vegas. So I just love the fact that there's so much stuff that's going on out here and, and so many things that come out and, you know, and and bring money and and people out into the community and and just to, for us to really show what's going on, especially in the gaming and technology space. So I feel that Las Vegas has positioned itself to to be a leader uh, in the world and especially in the Western Hemisphere um, in terms of cities for for games and technology i love it yeah i totally agree uh stretching this back to december man game awards esports awards ces and then february ryan like that that's three month stretch (laughs) Mm -hmm. is just insane in a very good way uh but we're happy to see everything here uh, and happy to see uh a lot of these shows thriving uh and and to continue coming back every year that's uh i don't take that for granted ryan that we don't have to travel nearly as much uh as we would if we had lived somewhere else agree i agree 100 percent. wasn't there one more story that we wanted to talk about I can't remember what it was. Oh, I mean, amidst all the CES craziness <laughs> that, that is already starting, uh, 
uh, Nvidia announced a couple things. The, the the one that I found super ridiculous is they're gonna bring GeForce now to some cars. Apparently, uh, Ryan, <laughs> I know this is your dream. I I know that in the back of your mind you thought GeForce now would be perfect. If only I could do it in my car. <laughs> <laughs> That seems – I could see where that would totally – I mean, it would be great. In theory, that sounds absolutely amazing, right? Uh, being able – especially if you're going on like a, a long road trip or something like that, then – and you're a passenger or there's multiple people and then, you know, off to the side you can go play play some game or whatever. My big thing is, number one, internet connection. Most games need an internet connection. How do you accomplish that within a vehicle without somebody either, number one, having to have a hotspot, and then you're playing off a hotspot or something? I don't know what their plan is for that, or maybe they plan on building in like a a MiFi device or something within the vehicle, and they're going to be working with car manufacturers, although that seems like it'd be a lot for for uh, uh, this to, to be able to go and do all that. So I think in theory that sounds cool. But I, I would need to see that. I need to see that with my own eyes, <laughs> not like a demo unit or something. I need to be out <laughs> on the road. I need to take like a mini road trip and and test it out for myself and then come back. So if you're listening to video, hit me up. Let's make this happen. We'll, we'll throw some cameras up. It'll be a whole thing. We'll we'll do the review like that. <laughs> just just give this man a car with this installed. <laughs> that's all. That's all we're asking for. <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's not a big ass. Come on now. I know you guys got it ready. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about no, it. <laughs> you're right. I think in theory this sounds pretty cool. Uh, in in all practicality, man. Like like even if. Like, how much would a plan cost on top of that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like exactly. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. That that's uh, it, it's it seems like one of those ideas that that's much cooler in the planning stages than what it would be like in real life. Yeah, I mean, that's like that's like having that's like the uh, uh, <laughs> being able to play Game Pass on your refrigerator on a smart refrigerator. It's like when <laughs> when will I ever need to do that? <laughs> Like, I just need to get my fix in real quick while I make a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, so that's what does the is like. But I think this one's a lot more practical. I think it could definitely be a lot more practical. What I'm curious about is, number one, it has to have an internet connection. This is cloud gaming. Right. So how do they solve that? Or are they working with, with car manufacturers or something to be able to toss something in? And then, like you're saying, is there an added cost and not even like a, a, a like a um, one-time cost? It would most definitely be a monthly cost that you'd have to tack on to be able to do this service. Are you taking that many road trips to where you're like, this is going to be worth it? Or is it something that I could like, like, I'd like to turn it on for this month? turn it off for next month or, or something like that. So I'm, I'm curious about this. Cause I think that there's definitely some potential. The whole internet thing is, is the big, like, I don't know. Sounds iffy. We'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. And send us a new car. That, that's and send us a new car. <laughs> if, they, if they're listening to this and they take anything away from this conversation, just send us a car, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
and if you're not going to do that, then send us a 4070Ti because I, I I will take it. They they announced as well the 4070Ti. We all knew it was coming. 799. I, let me tell you. Let me say something right now. And don't don't like. I I feel like a lot of people don't get that FOMO. You know what I mean? Like this is like like the iPhone when the iPhone was coming out. Like every year I bought a new iPhone. I was like, what am I doing? Like I don't. They're not even making like big changes. Like this is dumb. Don't do it. Don't do it. I have a 2070 and I have a 2070 in my uh, in my rig and it still does exactly what it does. Plenty of what it what it needs to do. Could I upgrade to something? Yeah, I could. I, I would get a little more out of it, but I'm not going to get a ton. I think if I made that change, I'm going to wait because I feel like I feel like especially with GPUs, they've kind of gone crazy a little bit in terms of pricing. We saw, especially during the pandemic, uh, excuse me, when there was all kinds of shipping issues and things like that, the price is skyrocketed. They've kind of normalized a little bit, but still, it just doesn't like something doesn't sit right with me with that stuff. And I really feel like it's these manufacturers that that see that there's a bunch of people in the space. They're going to try to build up all that hype. You need the latest and greatest. Right. You don't. You don't. You're not. You're literally unless you're doing high, like high end, like big, like like films or renderings and things like that. You don't need that much juice to run the games that 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 are there. I think eventually you'll need stuff like that, but you know, as the technology, the graphics, and all that stuff continues to increase. But right now, it's not necessary. There's nothing that that that's out there right now for a much cheaper price that you can get. You don't need that latest and greatest shiny new in the box, brand new feeling. It, you're gonna, you know, and again, you're gonna. I, I've had to, I've had my 2070 from for a couple, two, three years now. Uh, you know, and I plan on getting another two year, two or three years if I can, unless there's like some sort of major change in what I'm doing work wise or just, you know, I need it. But I can't justify just throwing dumb ducats at it for something that's going to be an incremental increase and isn't going to be a really big impact on on overall for me. It's such an easy trap to fall into of, of mm-hmm. always been like, I need the newest because it's the best. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I got to have the best. I am. Yeah, I have to fight that all the time. Uh, <laughs> moments like this always reminds me why the case for console gamers is so strong <laughs> to, for some people. Because you buy your console, you're good for three or four years. That's it. And you you look at some of the prices here, uh, like like seven ninety nine. My goodness, like <laughs> it's it's hard to be a PC gamer. Like <laughs> that that's for sure. Your your wallets need to be much deeper. Uh, than if you were a console gamer, and and I understand that they're they're just trying to to push it out, put up push out the latest, push out the greatest, make you feel like you need it. Ryan, I'd be right there with you, man. Get as much life as out of what you mm-hmm. have as you can because this isn't cheap. This is not cheap, and. Uh, being a journalist, I certainly don't wouldn't make it. Don't make enough to to be upgrading super quickly. So, right. <laughs> uh, and you're right. Like at some point, these 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 the advantages, uh, the upgrades become 
less and less from year to year. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it might might actually just make sense to wait a couple generations uh, and then there'd be an actual uh, benefit that you can see rather than trying to keep up with it yearly. Right. So and, and this is basically a step up from your 3090 uh, TI. So and, and this is this becomes available here uh in a couple of days so i think on thursday is when it becomes available but the other thing you've got to keep in mind too is that these these gpus are huge so some people may have to completely get a new case in order to fit it inside (laughs) of the thing that is the other thing is that these things are freaking huge man so it's just like but do you see though look at that uh, the RTX 3060, oh, you can see the video, I didn't have it up. But the RTX, sorry, my bad. The RTX 3060 is going to be going for three, what was it? I missed it. I think it was three, oh, there it is. 329 is oh. where the RTX 3060. So your 3000 series is looking a lot more reasonable at that price, I mean, I would think if you're looking to upgrade, I'd go 3,000 series over 4,000 series personally. So we'll see. We'll see uh, uh, how that lays out. But yeah, we the only way that they're gonna kind of temper down on this stuff is is you know they they'd have to feel it in their wallet books. So right. um, you know, take it easy, folks. You don't need the 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 bells and whistles aren't that great. Think of it like iPhones. You don't need a new iPhone every year. You know what I mean? Like there's not enough changes to justify. And again, if you can, like more power to you. I'm just saying, most most common folk. <laughs> most common well, folk, you know, you gotta one day, you know, Ryan. One chill. day we'll be that one rich. Day, <laughs> one day I will be buying an iPhone every every year. You know what I mean? But like today ain't that day. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. A lot of news. Um, we're excited to get out there again. We're gonna be out at uh, check out a little bit here at CES. All kinds of stuff. We've got Inferno, uh, Las Vegas Inferno Day that is coming up uh, uh, this week as well on on uh, the sixth. So, dude, it, I, I'm pumped. I'm I'm ready to get back into the flow of things and and get back to to doing what we do best. So it's video gaming and and journalism. <laughs> anyway, I, I should probably shut my face. Yo, Lucas, what do you got going on this weekend, my friend? Other than other than uh, uh, some infernal party. I'll just say happy CES week to everybody. Uh, I'll be trying to find some time to rest and sleep. We'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, If you're here, give us a shout out on Twitter or something, and and maybe we can figure out a a time and place to say hi. Uh, But that's it for me, Ryan. What about you? What else do you got going on this week? Uh, Say, man, I'm still working my way through God of War. I'm pretty close to finishing that game, uh, which – Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. I it, what a gorgeous gorgeous. Mwah. I I can't wait to see how it ends. Uh other than that though, probably be recovering. We got to get our Christmas stuff down as well, pack that stuff up and and get back to normalizing things and and chilling out. So We'll see how it goes, but we hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Don't forget, hit us up on the Twitters at Land Parties Pod, at Lucas Egan, or at Smitty2447. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. 
Uh, don't forget, have a fantastic, amazingly awesome week. Hit us up if you're in town, uh, especially for CES. Come hang out with us. Uh, and, and we will see you guys next time. But you know what it is. We love your faces. Yeah.